Hello out there world, welcome to episode number 9 of the Modern Educator Podcast. This is me, Corey Brown, your host. And today I want to talk to you all about my feelings about uh, tracking students in public education. And for those of you not familiar with education babble terms, tracking students means placing students in honors programs, AP programs, and regular coursework programs. Basically, this sort of three-tiered system of academic excellence that students get placed in. Regular, honors, and AP. And before I talk about my observations as an educator, I'll just first tell you about my own life experience living in these programs. Now, when I was in elementary school, I, I think I was an intelligent kid, but I definitely wasn't a kid with a strong work ethic. And I really do believe that my mother, God bless her, forced me and got involved with the teachers and the administration of my elementary school and said, my son's really smart. Put him in the advanced class. Put him in gate. That's what we called it in California. And I remember I really wasn't interested in it. I would have been much happier being with the regular kids doing the regular stuff like, uh, For example, in my fifth grade, one time I got taken out of my fifth grade class because all the gate kids were sent to the library to learn the Dewey Decimal System, which totally is worthless nowadays. Love you, Internet. And uh, while we got taken out of that class, all of the quote, quote, regular kids got to stay in Miss False Room and watch Fat Albert. And I love Fat Albert. I, I was so upset. And I, I think I cried when we got to the library. And the gate coordinator was, you know, Corey, what's wrong? Why are you so sad? And I told her straight up, I was like, I don't want to learn this. I want to watch cartoons and hang out with my friends. Because I didn't really have any friends who were in the gate program. Um, and I, I know that it wasn't because I was inherently one of the smartest kids in the class. The reason why they sent me out was because my mother was heavily involved and told the school that she wants me to have the highest level academic course load possible. Um, And and this system where kids are tracked at this young age, where they're almost predestined to go to college or predestined to end up as a, a fast food worker, that system is sort of messed up. Uh, I feel that that kids should be able to to rise and fall through the academic ranks over the course of their 18 years of early education. And it's not that that isn't the case. There's definitely kids who, once they get into high school, if they want to attempt the higher-level course loads, we're welcome for them to give it a shot. Every kid has the opportunity to take any course at public schools in Nevada and California. Um, but... It comes down to when did the kids learn the skills to succeed at those courses? And when it gets down to a a younger and younger age, and you can sort of see how certain kids were kind of predestined to rise to the academic ranks, uh, that does bring a question of, is education truly equitable uh, to the forefront? Um, And I'll say, in my own personal experience, I did not want to be a high-level honors academic kid when I was in elementary school. But I definitely did want to achieve things academically by the time I was in high school. 
And I, I think that sh should be the case. I don't really see the point in tracking kids at the elementary school level. Um, when, when it, it's, let, let kids discover themselves. Why couldn't my teachers have just given me more Legos to play with? And I would have come up with all kinds of cool creative stuff. But, but now let, let, let me focus on the issue at hand with, with uh, high school. I'm, I'm prepared to make this argument today that when we look at the differences between regular honors and AP classes at the high school level, it's not that the AP kids and the honors kids are inherently smarter than the kids at the regular courses. It's just that the kids that are in honors and AP, they are willing to put in more work. They're willing to stay after school. They're willing to come before school. They're willing to do a whole bunch of homework. They're willing to memorize stuff. I don't think you could take the AP kids, give them all IQ tests, take the regular kids, give them all IQ tests. I don't think you'd see that large of a varying difference. And I think you would actually find plenty of regular kids have pretty high IQs and definitely certain AP kids have low IQs. So what, what I, what I want to argue today is it shouldn't be called advanced placement and honors. It should be called the students with the stronger work ethic, the students who are willing to put in more effort. Because I don't think it has anything to do with mental acuity or academic like background. It's just these are the kids that are willing to work. And the kids who are at the, the regular level, they're just not. But, but then that also isn't entirely true because over my time at Rancho High School, I had several students who were in my regular world history classes who were absolutely smart, intelligent, capable kids. They got 100% on my tests consistently. And I come to those kids and I'm like, look, you can do AP. You can do honors. You should move out of my class. And the kids said no, first of all, because they had a rapport with me. But second of all, they said, Mr. Brown, I know I'm smart. I just don't like doing the extra work. And something about that just bothers me that I, I figured out who the smart kids were, but they don't want to, they don't really want to explore it. They're not motivated to improve their, to challenge themselves with the highest levels of complexity of, of courses. And when they hear the words AP and honors, they say to themselves, well, that's just homework that you know, will take away from my video game time. Or that's, uh, there's a bunch of projects in those classes, and I just don't want to be held accountable to do more, eff more work and effort. But I, I think if those students were somehow forced to challenge themselves, then they would realize in the long run that they could learn some pretty valuable stuff that will give them more opportunities in life and probably improve their college chances and their financial prospects. A lot of kids don't understand that if you get the highest level education you possibly can, you're going to make more money in your life. I wish I could just throw money at kids sometimes because that would motivate the heck out of them. That would get those intelligent regular kids off their butts if they, if they knew a $100 bill was waiting for them. Um, and so what I think it comes down to is the AP and honors kids some of them are intrinsically motivated to succeed. 
But I'm going to argue that there is a good amount of them. The only reason why they're there is their parents are putting a fire under their butt. So I shouldn't even call them kids with more work ethic. I should call them kids with more work ethic and kids whose parents care. Because that seems to be the case in so much of my experience. Um, but, uh, so now that I've sort of outlined this problem, I'm going to bring up some situations that I've dealt with at, uh, both Rancho High School and now my new high school, Desert Oasis High School. Rancho is an inner city school in Las Vegas. And at the regular class level, I would say I had about 30% of kids who were in it to win it, trying their best. At the AP level, I probably had 50-60% of kids who are in it to win it or trying their best. So definitely uh, doubling the percentage of students who are really, really trying to succeed. At my new high school, at the suburb southern tip of Las Vegas, my AP class, I'm shocked to say 90% of my students are giving it their all. And a good amount of these kids, I believe, are actually self-motivated, too, which is amazing. And both of my AP classes, they're just fun to teach. It's, it's almost to the point where, you know, I do it for free. Like, these kids, they laugh at all my jokes. They, they ask for additional homework. They ask really good clarifying questions. They come up with examples. I've just, I've got their minds fully entrenched in my course. Um... In both my AP classes, I don't have to ask kids to put their phones away because they're they're never looking at their phones. They're engaged with what I'm presenting them. They want to learn. They want to succeed on the AP test. And it's it's this great learning community. There have been plenty of times in my educational career where I read something online or some teacher tells me, like, oh, you should try this thing in your classroom. And... I, I acknowledge it, I try to understand it, but I know in my heart that students, that would take a lot of student buy-in. And if, if even a third of the class doesn't care, then the activity would be a failure. But, but now, like, I think I really could do some of these uh, awesome higher-level classroom engagement activities because every kid except for one is all about succeeding at the course and they will you know if i say hey kids let's stand up right now every kid will stand up and it's oh it's, it's like i'm a puppet master for their minds um so that's at the ap level it's freaking awesome but at the regular class level i said at rancho high school probably 30 percent of kids cared and that was in the inner city of las vegas the regular courses I'm teaching now at Desert Oasis, which is about half my day, the regular courses, I think I only have like 15% of kids who are even trying. There is so much more of a percentage of these kind of just disinterested kids that couldn't care less. They've got no motivation. They've got no interest. And like I, I, I didn't expect this. Um... It's, I thought I would be at, I don't know, a more wealthy part of town and I would be able to have much more engagement with, with students. And it is very true at the AP level. I'm definitely getting that. But at the regular level, these kids are even worse than the inner city. 
and I, I don't know if it's, uh, some of it's probably these kids, you know, they've got money at home, and mom and dad will take care of them forever, so why should they try in high school? And that's discouraging. But definitely other of these kids, I don't think they've ever truly been up for an academic challenge their entire lives. And yeah, like almost every day in my world history class, kids complain about taking notes. I never had that at Rancho High School. Um, and like almost every kid has their own individual concerns. And there's so many kids that have to use the bathroom every day. And I've got a question like, do you really have to go? Or are you just kind of leaving the class for a second to uh, check your phone? And it's uh, it's it's not a great learning community. I've got some work ahead of me this year in that regard. Um, and, and yeah, and in my public speaking class, which is a, a regular level class, there's a good number of kids that didn't even attempt my first public speaking assessment. I had students go up one at a time, and some students knocked it out of the park, and they gave really good short speeches. But a, a good number of students refused to speak. They, they didn't even want to try. It was just get up in front of the class and talk for three minutes. And some students did not do it. And I was like, okay, like, you're going to fail this assessment. I've got to see what you've been learning in my class. And, and they just didn't even attempt it. Ah, gosh. It, at my old high school, kids attempted things. I always got them around to that. But, but this new place, this, this is a new beast that I'm going to have to tackle this year. Um, but yeah, I, I really do believe that having a desire to learn is what can make or break a kid. And I will do my best to inspire that desire in students. And I know I have over the course of my experience as an educator. But, but yeah, this... At the, at the regular, the regular levels of my classes, it'll be a, it's an uphill climb. It's an uphill climb this year, that's for sure. But with my AP class, I've, I don't have to try it all. They're, they're already all on board. Just gotta, gotta sail that ship all the way to the AP test, and hopefully I'll have a 100% pass rate. That'd be amazing. Um, all right, well, anyway, that's everything for episode nine. I'll do my best to get some more teachers on here do some more interview episodes so uh yeah anyway peace out